This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. The Senate overwhelmingly approves the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement 89-10. to Majority Leader Mitch McConnell speaking on the Senate floor earlier today. Today, the Senate will send this landmark agreement to the president's desk. A big bipartisan win. McConnell says American livelihoods in every corner of every state depend on these critical trading relationships. Farmers, growers, cattlemen, manufacturers, small businesses, big businesses. This is a major step for our whole country. In the 26 years since the ratification of NAFTA, trade with Mexico and Canada has come to directly support 12 million American jobs. The agreement was passed by the House in December before members left for the holiday break. The implementing bill now heads to the president's desk for a signature next week. Iowa soybean producers are cautiously optimistic about the U.S.-China trade deal. Grant Kimberly is senior director of market development at the Iowa Soybean Association. He says producers are glad to see the deal signed, but noted there's a long ways to go. I think it's going to take some more time. Uh, it didn't happen overnight, and we're not going to get it all back overnight. And, and you can just look at the marketplace. And so far, currently, the last uh, day or so, the market's been trading a little bit lower because it understands the realities of logistics and, and supply and demand and price dynamics. And, and so unless China completely changes their habits of, of how they purchase in the past, um, it's going to be challenging in the, in the short term to ramp up. But hopefully long-term we'll get there. Going forward, he noted it may work out in future years, but producers have already lost half of their marketing year this year. The Department of Agriculture has announced an incentives program to boost retail sales of ethanol and biodiesel. Our goal is to build out that infrastructure. What can we do? What can we do to both build out the infrastructure and incentivize uh, the, the retailers to be, be offering higher blends of both ethanol and biodiesel so that we can have that market demand, because that's what all of us in this room want. That Deputy Secretary of Agriculture Steve Sensky speaking at the Iowa Renewable Fuels Summit in Altoona, Iowa earlier today. The Higher Blends Infrastructure Incentive Program would fund the build-out of domestic ethanol and biodiesel infrastructure at retail gas stations. Growth Energy CEO Emily Score says she is glad to see USDA asking for stakeholder input on the program. USDA wants to do it well. They want to learn from uh, lessons of the first infrastructure program, what worked well, where was there unnecessary red tape, how do we make sure that this is as successful as possible. We've certainly been part of a lot of conversations, and many other stakeholders are as well. They're listening. Uh, they want to do right by us. And so I think, um, so I have a lot of confidence that this is going to be a great program for us. Sensky says the department plans to implement the program by the end of the year. No Democratic presidential contenders made it to the IRFA summit today. IRFA Executive Director Monty Shaw says while he's disappointed by that, he's encouraged by what the candidates are saying about ethanol and biodiesel on the campaign trail. They have some very po positive things that they've said about the renewable fuel standard, about biodiesel and, and E15, uh, about you know reining in refinery exemptions and stuff like that. So I really thought there was an opportunity for them to come here in front of an audience. Um, no, it may not be their typical Democrat caucus going audience, but they could have talked to a lot of community leaders today about that. And then 
there's quite a bit of media in the back of this place. So I think an awful lot of Democrat caucus goers would have heard that message through the coverage of this event. Shaw also appreciates that the candidates want to learn about biofuels. Most of the people who run for president aren't from the Midwest. Senator Klobuchar would be the exception. You know, she came in knowing our issues very, very well, very, very strong supporter. Well, a lot of the rest of them from the coast, they don't know our issues. They come here, they spend time, they see the farmers, they see the plants, they hear about the impact. And yeah, they end up supporting renewable fuels because they learn firsthand how much sense it makes. He did not discount that some senators were tied up as the articles of impeachment were sent to the Senate and understood others have to campaign in other parts of the country. Four years ago, however, then-candidate Donald Trump headlined the RFA event with a packed house. That's all for today's Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. At the Iowa Renewable Fuels Summit in Altoona, Iowa, I'm Ben Nully.